This is Bariatric Life Podcast, where we share stories about weight loss surgery. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please contact your doctor for medical advice. Now on to the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda Today we're going to talk about hair loss after weight loss surgery. This is another edition, ed- edition, audition, edition of Amanda in the closet, talking from the closet because Chris is working and we don't want to listen to his clackety clacks on the podcast. So again, apologies if the recording doesn't sound as like it normally does. But we're going to talk about hair loss, and I know I've talked about it quite a bit and how I've been obsessed with it, and it has finally started to happen, and like I said before, Chris thinks I'm crazy, but he has a full head of hair. I've got notes with me, so please excuse any paper shuffling, but prior to surgery, I read about hair loss starting around the three-month mark. I was obsessed with it. I was taking my collagen like faithfully, which reminds me I haven't taken it today. After surgery, I made sure to have to take my my vitamins every day. I am obsessive about my protein. I think there's only been a couple times where I've missed my protein goal and I've been watching and watching and watching waiting for the hair loss. I knew it was coming, but I was hoping I was able to, I don't know if I thought I could stop it or if I just thought I could maybe make it less frightening or less plentiful of the hairs falling out. I don't know. I probably should have done more research prior to the three month mark or prior to surgery even, but I didn't. And here we are. So Right around the three-month mark, I started noticing more hairs, just single hairs, coming out daily. I mean, we, Chris was like, have you counted the hairs to make sure, or, you know, to see if it actually is more. But I know how many hairs, or how often I lose hair during the day. And this was definitely more than what what I had been. So, I mean, it wasn't a huge clump of hair, but I noticed more hairs coming out during the day. I only wash my hair like two to three times a week. So every time I wash it, there's like a giant clump of hair that comes out. And yesterday when I took a shower, there was way more than usual. And then when I got out of the shower and I was brushing it and uh, putting some product in, I was, there was way more than usual come out. So I already have pretty thick hair, so hopefully that will be a saving grace for me. But I think back to our interview with Pepper, and she was saying how for overweight women, our hair was a source of beauty for us and something that we were proud of and 
that really stuck with me because my hair was, was long. I was starting to take better care of it. So it was looking really great. It had this amazing curl to it that I never knew existed. And it was like perfectly like beach waves. I was proud of it and it was pretty and it's finally it's natural color which turns out to not be so bad except for all the gray the gray won't take color so I just gave up but yeah like I was proud of my hair it was pretty I recently chopped it off not because of losing it but because I just needed a change it was so long I'm starting a new job soon and I just, it's coming up on summer and Tennessee summers are just miserable. So I wanted a change for the new job for feeling like a new me with, you know, with the weight loss that I've had so far. And so I chopped it off and it looks healthier. It feels healthier. I'm just losing some of it. Not so much that you would notice if you weren't me, but I'm losing some of it. So my sources for my research that I did for this episode are the Alabama Surgical Association, Mexico Bariatric Center, DFW, Dallas-Fort Worth, Bariatric Institute, and Healthline. So these, uh, you can go look up these sources. This is what the interwebs told me. I've got, you know, several sources to to refer to and I also encourage you to do your own reading if you want. So the technical name for the hair loss is Telogen Effluvium, which to me sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Telogen Effluvium! That's how you would say it. Uh, with a swish and a flick. And this is when a traumatic or stressful event causes your hair to enter into the resting stage prematurely. So the hair goes into resting stage normally, but this is just occurring quicker than normal. Another source said that if you're not taking in the proper amount of nutrients, that the body temporarily shuts down functions that are not necessary for living, which makes perfect sense. We are not taking in nearly as many calories as we used to body freaks out and is like, what can I do to help out here? Oh, body says we don't really need all this uh, energy going toward hair growth. So let's just stop doing that for now, which to me makes perfect sense and makes me feel better actually that it's just your body saying, whoa, I've got to do something to help this chick out. Clearly she's not taking in as much food and nutrients as she used to. Something's wrong. I'm going to stop dealing with the hair because that's just not necessary right now. So the telogen effluvium can last one to six months and it can cause up to 70% of your hair to be shed. I do have some information about causes and what you can do to help. One source, I can't find it now. Or maybe I just said it. No, I said it can last one to six months. Oh, here it is. Occurs one to six months following surgery. What I have found most often is from, from other bariatric patients is it's right around the three-month mark. It's going to happen because your body is helping you out. Causes of telogen effluvium 
which from now we'll just call TE. How about that? Causes are trauma, stress, hormonal fluctuations, vitamin deficiencies, and medications. It rarely lasts more than six months, and there's no way to completely prevent it. Ways to help it are making sure you're adhering to your bariatric diet, including a diverse protein, so all different kinds of proteins, and having a low-sugar protein supplement, taking your bariatric-specific vitamins. The Mexico Bariatric Center says you should have a minimum of 800 calories a day, including 60 grams of protein, and that can help with the hair loss taking your your vitamins and making sure you have extra biotin. If your iron is low, make sure you take an iron supplement and adding the amino acid L-lysine, one to two grams helps as well. Of course, always talk to your doctor and your team about what supplements, if any, you need. Common reasons for TE are hypothyroidism, heavy metal toxicity, beta blockers. Ways to prevent hair locks are to relax. Now, my oldest daughter, she's 21 now, had told me months and months and months ago that since I was freaking out about it, that I was probably going to make it happen worse. And here she was right. I'm not going to tell her she was right unless she listens to this, which I don't think she does, but Damn it, Sydney, you were right. I should have just relaxed all along. Visit your primary care physician to be evaluated for any illness or non-nutritional reasons for the TE. Make sure you have adequate B vitamins, folate, zinc, biotin, B12, calcium, and vitamin D. You want to avoid excessive vitamin A and zinc. So again, making sure you have adequate B vitamins, folate, zinc, biotin, B12, calcium, and vitamin D. So one thing I didn't do that I kind of wish I had done now after doing this research is I didn't take extra biotin. And I've seen in three of the sources now that biotin can help. Maybe I'll go out and buy some today. Who knows? In a 2014 study, of 42 women that had the gastric sleeve surgery, 41% had hair loss and most of them had low levels of zinc and iron. So go to your PCP, go to your gastric team, ask them to check all of your levels, see that you are at a good, a good spot, making sure those zinc and iron levels are adequate. Another study, which examined 18 studies, found that younger women and people with low amounts of zinc, folic acid, and ferritin experienced hair loss most often. So here we go with the zinc again. I don't know what my zinc levels are. I don't, I'm sure my vitamin has zinc. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure it does. It does have iron in it. I know that. It says younger women, and I don't know what age group that includes. I'm 42, so I'm thinking not me. So hey, maybe I'm at a better spot because I'm not a younger woman. And again, don't take too much vitamin. This says vitamin A, E, or selenium. You don't want to have too much of that. And then making sure, again, you have enough zinc, iron, 
vitamin A, but not too much, B9, and vitamin C. Basically, what I'm understanding is make sure your vitamin levels are correct and not too much in some instances, and then you can help prevent the hair loss. I don't know if mine's going to get worse. I kind of feel like it is getting worse with as much hair that came out yesterday after my shower, but we'll see. I also know it's not going to last forever and that it's my body doing me a solid, basically. Body is saying, hey, hey lady, you're taking in way too few calories. I'm going to help you out by not worrying about your hair. That is hair loss. We'll probably have a... Uh, Another edition of Amanda in the Closet talking about who knows what else. I took notes for something, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was uh, myths surrounding weight loss surgery. Oh, that should be a good one. Maybe I should do that one with Chris. These episodes with just me are like three minutes long, it feels like. But at least you just get a little break. And honestly, editing the episodes with me and Chris is... A giant chore and nightmare because I have to cut out a whole bunch of stuff because we're just sitting there goofing off and dogs are barking and all the other stuff. I have not had a visit with a kitty yelling at the door which I'm surprised. She likes to yell at any closed door and knowing I'm in here would have set her off but I guess she's ignoring me today as she does any other day. She is not my kitty. She is Chris's kitty and our son's kitty. She gives zero shits about mom. So hair loss, it will get better. You'll get through it. I'm getting through it. Chopped off my hair. I'm hanging out in the closet and we'll see you next time. This is just a reminder that neither Amanda nor Chris are doctors and you should always talk to your doctor before making any changes. This is our journey and our opinions. You can always find us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and help support us by clicking subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We hope to have new episodes every Sunday.